Well, welcome to Naked and Counting. I'm Magna Gopal. And I'm Leon Rose. So, everybody. So. <laughs> shut up, Leon. Not this time. I didn't even say so, Leon. I said so everyone else. Actually, I included everybody into our normal <laughs> intro. Um, I am very excited about today's episode because we have a guest. And our guest is a friend of both of ours for pretty much two decades. An OG from the salsa scene. A definite OG. He is not only a fantastic dancer, he is a beautiful person, super humble, excellent instructor. He knows so much about salsa, bachata, just dancing, video editing, everything. And creative. And he's super creative. And he's, he is the reason for a lot of the dancers out there that you see today. Actually, there are many, many people who have gotten their start. Uh with True. him yep many many people and he is one of the pioneers in salsa i mean if you know their routines if you ever saw their routines you just know that they, they started to cry everybody else. starting to cry magnet calm down crying? okay okay all right <laughs> <laughs> so today's guest is the one and only ismail otero ismail otero wait 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 wait, wait. hold on let's let's just pull back for a second I don't know why you call him Ishmael. There's no H. <laughs> it's Ishmael, man. That's how it's accent. It's British accent. It's, 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 he's, no. Since 2000, when he was baptized on European soil, he was named Ishmael. And that's how it will remain. <laughs> Ishmael Otero. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our podcast. I'm so excited to have you. I've been wanting to have you on here forever. It's, it's great to have you here. I don't understand how it didn't happen. You guys live down the road from each other, right? Listen, actually, <laughs> actually speaking about that, we have lived pretty much next to each other for, I think, 11 years, 10 to 11 years. And the most often we ever saw each other is when I actually lived in Canada. Or when uh, she wants to build snowmen. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, Ishmael, just a little thing. This is an audio podcast, so when you nod, the people cannot hear you. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yes. Like Mark Antony and bang all over again. Oh, gosh, I know. <laughs> so before we get started, there are a few questions I have for you, obviously, um, that I know for a fact that our audience would love to hear. But we have our own stories of how we met. And I know, Ismail, that you got a, a, quite a funny story that I actually didn't remember until you told it, because you told me you tell it to your students all the time. Yeah, um, I remember it like it was yesterday. You know, that's when I was, I was like the flavor of the month. You know, everybody wanted me. I was walking around with my chest all out, nose in the air. And a little girl comes up to me and says, would you like to dance? And me, very conceited, was like, of course, I would love to dance. And we dance one song. Song finishes. Uh, one more. Okay. No problem. You know, you know, maybe she's a fan. I dance another one. But then I started to notice her, uh, her face of concentration. And I'm dancing more. And the song finished. And she goes, when I even look at me in the eye, she goes, another one. And I'm not, now I'm getting scared. You know, I'm like, oh, my God. I danced like four or five songs. <laughs> back back, like, another one. It just um, goes to show that, you know, practice makes perfect. But, um. You, you go for whoever's the, you know, one of the best dancers to um, test your skills. And most, most people 
won't dance with um advanced dancers because they're they're intimidated. But you know, Magna knows uh, if if I want to be on on top, I have to dance with the top. And she didn't care, you know, like that that big head I had, she deflated quick, you know, <laughs> ordering me around again. Yeah, like, yes, <laughs> but but that also goes to say. Um, what a generous person you were, because you were a big name. That I remember that event. Uh, you came in with your team, Caribbean Soul Dancers, put on amazing shows each night. You had an entourage when you guys walked into the place, and you still dance with me. And I remember at that time, I don't even think I knew on two. I was just doing the little kicky kicky step, you know. So <laughs> that you danced like four songs in a row with me is uh, is a testament to how lovely you are, and you still are exactly that. I didn't want to get beat up. <laughs> <laughs> now, my memory of Ishmael, as he will be now known, is, um, <laughs> was uh, London. I think you came over to London, first of all, with Louis Cigarro, right? Yes. I remember you guys had big shirts. Oh, my God. Tight waist <laughs> belts yep. Yep. <laughs> and big pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, wait, wait, what year was that? Wait were, the, wait, were the shirts untucked or tucked? They were tucked, man. That's why you could see the belt. You could see a skinny waist. Oh, right. And, right. Like, and <laughs> big shirt. It looked like, like a, a kind of a muffin kind of look. <laughs> big. I didn't even know what it looked like. I, but it was, it was the fashion. This is what I, I went out and bought myself a big pair of sh- uh, pants and a shirt like that afterwards. Yeah, oh, um, those outfits I hated. <laughs> and um, I would tell Lewis, I, I don't want to do any shows in my neighborhood. You know, because they were like funny. And then one time I, I paid like $100 for a custom made shirt with puffy arms tight <laughs> on the wrist. And it was like a metallic blue. And when I saw it, my mother said, You, you guys look like genies. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did that come about? How did you and Louis get to London? Um, Lewis is a very, very good businessman. He would go around all the clubs in um, New York and New Jersey and submit the videotapes. Remember back in the day, we had the VHS tapes. He would show it to all the club owners and they would hire him. And one time there was this guy, um, this Peruvian guy from Italy, told Lewis, hey, I would like to bring you to Italy. So he was like, good, you know. And for us, you know, you know how it is over here. Our world was New York, New Jersey. That was the world. And then he said, like, a year later, the guy called him and said, I'm going to bring you here. And, you know, then people um, follow his lead. And next thing you know, we're traveling to Europe. And, you know, now we're, now we're practicing harder. Nice. Ah, that, was, yep. that was a cool time. I got a question for you, Ish. Because um, I actually don't even know this. How did you... Okay, all right. I can see the Ishmael. Because, yeah, when <laughs> I showed sure, it. Okay. <laughs> you just said it. <laughs> But that's only when I shorten his name. If I say his full name, I say Ismail. But yeah. if I shorten it, I say Ish. Anyways, Ish, how did you actually get started? What was your inspiration? Where did you start? How did you get started? And when? Oh, my God. I think it was like mid-1990s. My, my mother hated the fact that I didn't dance salsa. She would always tell me, I'm going to send you to Puerto Rico. Over there, they dance like, since they're kids. And oh, wow. I, was, I, was, I just want, I was a break dancer, you know, I was a B-boy. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I would tell my mother, I would say, Ma, like, every time you play music, it's like the same song for like the last, ever since I can remember. I think it never goes out of style. 
Yeah. I used to work for an insurance company in, in Midtown, and they had a company party, and everybody that was not Hispanic or Latin was dancing salsa. <laughs> and they apart me, from you. Yeah. They looked at me, and they were like, you can't even dance your own music? And I had no answer, you know? I'm surrounded by black people, white people, Asian, and they're all looking at me like, you can't do this, this is yours, you know? <laughs> so Luis Segala was a friend of the family. But um, okay. you know, I, yeah, I never liked him though. He used to like pick on me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he, was, oh, he was older than me, so he would always pick on me. He had a dance school in um, Faisal's in Manhattan. It was a very famous dance studio, very old and vintage. I heard wow. of that place. Yeah. Everybody who was anybody used to practice there. It was like really, like from the, from the 1800s. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Like in the winter, there was no heaters. But you could have started dancing quick. Um, because I was a b-boy, you do not take classes. There was no such thing as classes. Back in mm. those days, you either had it or you didn't. Yeah. You don't learn it. You know, you, yeah. you're either a dancer or you're not. You know, you practice on your own, but you would tell people, I don't practice, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm like, my mother had to go take classes with Luis Segala. He had a school, you know, in New York. I'm like, someone teach me, teach me how to dance. Are you crazy? I, I'm like, I'm going to look at it and I'm just going to pick it up. It was that simple kick back step, kick back step, right? I couldn't get it. Uh, you know what? I started with that same step. I couldn't do it. And Magnus is still a master of that up till today. But <laughs> Yo, I, I nailed that step. The kickback step, I nailed that step. I still remember it fondly. You know, I remember from that time, that, that, time, that period of time, that, 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 that <laughs> epoch, I'm speaking epoch. French now, um, that they would call you the million moves man. Yeah. You were the million moves, man. And I think it was first you and then it came Super Mario. Or you were named at the, you were baptized at the same time. How, how did that come about? Oh, man, <laughs> I, I love this story. You ever um, remember SalsaWeb.com? Yes. Yeah. Easy the Salsa yeah. Freak. Yeah. That was yeah. the first, as far as I'm concerned, the first um, Salsa website. Yeah. And it connected us to um, the West Coast and Miami and, and you know, um, all over the world. So now we're like, oh my God, they got salsa in LA, you know, salsa in Miami. We, we were shocked. And um, they had a, a chat board, you know, and we never seen a chat board. I'm like, oh my God, there's people from all over talking. I remember um, Edie and Manny Severio, they would do um, interviews for dancers. So they were interviewed all of a sudden. That, that was the way to get fame, you know, not like today where you have TikTok, you know. There you got, you got interviewed, you were, you were somebody. So, you know, me again. Be, you know, being from the street, I don't, I ain't gonna kiss nobody's ass, you know? And every time they would see Edie or Manny, everybody would flock to them and, you know, basically kiss their ass. So it was 1998 or 99, Puerto Rico. And I went there and, and my dancers went too. And then um, um, JRS danced with Edie and she gave him a compliment. She's like, wow, you dance very nice. And he said, well, you got to dance with my instructor. Oh. So he brought me to her. I extended my hand. She looked at me, came out, and then she, she, um, she pulled a magnet on me. She made me dance like three or four songs. Oh, shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think Edie did that with me one time as well. She's like, I'm going to get your lead. I'm going to get it. And she was like studying on the dance floor, right? <laughs> you, know, you know, we had a great dance. And like uh, two weeks later, 
on, I mean, the interview, and it had triple M. It said MMM, Ismael MMM. And I'm like, is she saying, mm? <laughs> <laughs> and then on the bottom, you know, hey, I liked it, you know, mm, Ismael, mm, you know. <laughs> and then it said Million Moves Mad. And then she explained that we danced like four or five songs, and I did not repeat a single turn pattern. Oh. I remember that. I remember that. You know, I heard that. And me being who I was, who I am, I was like, I want to I check this out. I remember studying you. I was watching you. Every time you dance, I was like, is this man, is this fucker going to do the same move? And if he does it, I'm going to go up to him and say something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. like, I, had it, I had it in my mind that this guy would not make one move uh, over again, you know? Not pressure, repeat. the pressure. No, but then there was a promoter from um, from London there, and he, um, he um, gave Super Mario the, the name. And hmm. I went to Rotterdam for the first time. I was there, I remember. And the promoter came up to me apologizing. I'm, I'm like, clueless what he's talking about. Go, what are you talking about? You know, about the name, the million moves. I go, just the name, I, you know, no, no big deal. Right. And then Super Mario approached me apologizing as well. And I'm like... Bro, I don't understand what's this big deal with the name. It's just title. <laughs> so, so in in that event, um, it was like the first time I, I flexed my um celebrity muscles, and I was like, I wanted to bring a girl, and they said, yeah, no problem. So I brought Grisel. Yes, I remember. And yeah. So when when um me and Superman were talking, um, we got Grisel in the lobby, and we started exchanging moves. We must have been there for like four or five hours. The party was over and we're still showing each other the moves, wow. which was amazing. So I told Mario, I said, I said you be the, the million moves man of Europe and I'll be the million moves man of um, the United States. Been good ever since. Nice. That, I, that is actually a story I didn't even know the origins of. So I'm so glad you explained that because I was like, why, is it, why do they both have the same? I mean, I get it. I understand. But I couldn't quite figure out how it started. Well, this guy... Ishmael, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you should definitely go and follow him on Instagram. What's your handle on Instagram? Ismael CSD for Caribbean Soul Dancers. Yeah, I don't remember that. So we're going to put that in a link. <laughs> <laughs> you can look up Ismael Otero or Caribbean Soul Dancers. And Ismael has a studio in New Jersey. Um, so you can take classes. He offers online classes and live classes. And also, additionally, he is one of the judges of the upcoming competition, Like My Dance Online. So make sure you submit and check that out. Yep. I'm lucky enough to be here with two of the judges for Like My Dance. So definitely go and check that out. We'll put some links in the, um, the Facebook group and everything like that. And while you're checking this out, follow us, like us, and share while you're there. Share this podcast. We all want to hear it. Everybody wants to hear this podcast. This is this is some this is this is gold. This is history. We need everybody needs to know about Ishmael Otero. <laughs> I say your last name wrong as well. I think I say Otero. Yeah, most people do. <laughs> it's Otero. See, I got it right. You Caribbean too. What's your what's your excuse, Leon? Just because he's, he has a group called Caribbean Soul, and I and my family from the Caribbean doesn't have any relation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you should be able to at least pronounce the name. Jeez. That's like me asking you to say uh, Shankar Mansigani. That was a guy I went to school with. Say it. Shankar Mansigani. No, you didn't say it right. Yes, I, I did. Well, I, don't, I don't know. You, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyways, thank you, Ismail, for being here today with us. Um, and thank you for being one of the first dancers that I got a chance to meet. You made this community, this big community with these big superstars so accessible to me. And you are to this day an amazing dancer, a great instructor. And most of all, like I'm so proud and honored to be able to call you a friend as well. Thank you for everything you do for this scene. Amen. Thank you. That's why I keep going because people like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. Catch you in the next episode. Ciao. Next time.